This episode, chocolate chip meringue cookies. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I fucking made that. Mark is making my favorite cookie, meringue. It's a cookie without butter. It's unheard of. As a southerner, I'd say it's probably treasonous. It definitely should be illegal. Well, maybe, but it is delicious. (laughs) And I wanted him to make these cookies because, well, he clearly has a problem with patience. Shut up. I do not. What are we doing after this? (laughs) You see, Mark's the kind of guy who could do about 50 things each day, and he gets up around 6 in the morning, and he's a writer. And, wait, did you know there were two 6 o'clocks in the day? I didn't. Anyway, he feeds the collies, and they come back upstairs and get in bed with me while he goes back to work. Credit it to my Protestant spine. So in one of our last podcasts, Mark went on and on and on about how baking is organic and zen and whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And if you couldn't tell, he was protesting a bit too much. I was? Always. So I thought he should make these meringue cookies, because they're not a cookie you can make and eat in 30 minutes. You have to start by whipping the egg whites for a long, long time. Uh, And in this case, four large egg whites. Ugh, yes, long time. Anyway, those egg whites are at room temperature because they'll get better loft if they're at room temperature or so I've written time and again. I seem to always having to be doing what I wrote about. I'm beating them with a quarter teaspoon salt and a quarter teaspoon cream of tartar. I'm looking for that culinary cliche called soft peaks. You want to explain what that is? Well, peaks are just a way to describe the stiffness and the thickness of the egg whites or cream when you're beating cream. In this case, the egg whites. So as they start to get really thick and hold their shape really well, we're going to turn off the beater and we're going to take the, the beater attachment and turn it upside down with some egg white on it. Now, if the egg white stands straight up like a little mountain peak and holds its shape perfectly, that's called stiff peaks, and we went a little too far. If the top of the peak tips over a little bit, kind of like our collie's ears, that's called soft peaks, and it's perfect. And when it is perfect like this, we're going to put the beater back on, and now you're going to beat in one cup of super fine sugar in one tablespoon increments. Yeah, so that's 16 increments. Anyway, I'm using (laughs) super fine sugar because it's ground more finely than standard sugar. Sometimes it's called bar sugar, I think, and you can sometimes find it with the bar making stuff in the supermarket, but uh, sometimes it's in the baking aisle in bigger, fancier supermarkets. Um, The super fine sugar, you don't have to have it, you can make your own. It dissolves more easily in the meringue. You can do that by putting about a cup, and instead of just a cup, about a cup and a tablespoon and a half of granulated white sugar, in a food processor, and then whizzing it until it's ground up. Not until it's a powder, but just until it's more finely ground, and then measure out a cup of that. And the reason Mark is going to do these in one tablespoon increments is that if he dumped the entire cup of superfine sugar in at once, those beautiful, lofty, airy egg whites would just collapse in a heap and reliquify instantly. You know, somebody ought to bake this for me. (laughs) I have baked this for you many times. 
And so you're learning how now. And you're going to do these. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> you're going to put the sugar in slowly to keep the egg whites from collapsing. They'll hold their loft perfectly. So you're going to add a teaspoon of vanilla extract. And now keep beating and beating and beating. And then about six minutes from now, yes, six minutes from now, you're going to pinch a little bit of this egg white mixture between your fingers. And hopefully by then you won't feel any more grains of sugar. It'll be completely dissolved. And then you know it'll be perfect. You know what I could do in six minutes? Save the world. Yeah, with time to spare. Okay, Mark has got the sugar dissolved perfectly, and he did that without breaking the egg whites. A miracle. (laughs) And basically, all I mean by that is the egg whites kept their loft, they kept their air, they didn't collapse, they didn't fall apart, the liquid didn't fall out of them. So instead of looking sort of like snotty soup, it looks like a beautiful, lofty, white foam. (laughs) Snotty soup. Mm. And now Mark is folding in two cups of mini chocolate chips into this beautiful meringue. Yeah, they're mini chocolate chips because these are small meringue cookies. They're not making gigantic meringues. You've seen some of those bakeries, those foot-shaped meringues. <laughs> I'm not making those, so I'm making mini meringues. And mini chips seem to do better because I can get a lot of them in each little meringue cookie. And that way you also get a lot of chocolate in each bite. And then you don't end up with, you know, like two chips in one bite and no chips in the next bite. They're spread out beautifully. All right, so those are in, and now he's lined his baking sheets with silicon baking mats. And those are just, you could buy them in a cookie store, they're just sheets of silicon that are non-stick. And you could use parchment, but silicon is so much easier and so much better. And he's scooping up spoonfuls of this chocolate chip meringue mixture and dolloping them beautifully, I might add, onto his prepared baking mats. I'm not using a pastry bag. Well, then you're not an expert at this. Be nice. If I have to be patient, you have to be nice. Hey, you want to learn to be a better cook? Among other things. Okay, well, you're doing a great job dolloping these. All right, so now these are going to go in the oven, and we're going to bake them until they're firm to the touch and dry on the surface. And it's a very low temperature oven, so they're not even going to get the slightest bit of browning or yellowing. And all of this is going to take about two to two and a half hours depends on the day's humidity. It depends on how well-calibrated your oven is. And then... Tasting and judgment. Mark. Mark. What are you doing? Uh, well, it seems obvious what I'm doing. I thought I'd let you do this judgment part on your own. So how were they? Oh, I waited for you. Oh, I'm thrilled. Just thrilled. Yeah, so let's try these. Mm. There's wow, a, they're really crunchy. They're crunchy on the outside. They're even crunchy and dry in the middle. And there's such great chocolate and vanilla taste going on. There's a reason why meringues are my favorite food. Yeah, they're they're um, nice and and luxurious. Although they're really crunchy, like I said, and they don't keep around much, right? I mean, no, they'll soften. These up pretty yeah, quickly. especially if there's any humidity in the air, these will soften and get kind of icky. These are best right after they're made and cooled. Right, like let's say the next by the next day. Yeah, by the next day, eat them all up. 
Uh, I think that's right. Now, you can actually put them in the freezer well sealed, but then eat them right out of the freezer. Oh. Oh, yum. What? Eat them frozen. No, no, no. That doesn't, no, that doesn't sound right. No, I don't think meringue's cold. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm not agreeing to that. That gets edited from any book. Go on. So what else you got? Oh, well, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that you don't need butter to make good cookies. Mm. Uh, what, what's uh, wrong? Uh, just saying that left a really bad taste in my mouth. Oh, don't do that. I thought you were having a stroke. A stroke? Well, at your age. Shut up. So what are we doing next? This recipe for chocolate chip meringue cookies is available on our website, bruceandmark.com. Check it out. Chocolate chip meringue cookies. I fucking made them and I didn't have a stroke.